Like many of you, I'm curious about several topics, and what better way to learn than to speak directly with the people who have the answers that you're looking for? My name is Costa. Welcome to Founder Views. That's what this channel is all about. You're going to hear me pick the brains of thought leaders, CEOs, politicians, and business experts about subjects that I'm thinking about or working on at any given time. From economics, business, real estate investing, Bitcoin, lifestyle, politics, and much, much more. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Yeah, just make sure I'm always, always improving 1% every day. That's what it's all about, man. Have you always been like a, an entrepreneur growing up? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say like growing up, I've, I've always, I've always been different. I've always had different thoughts. When even when I was at school, I always had business ideas. But when I was at school, I didn't really, I never really acted on it. And I think that probably stemmed down to when I was younger, I wasn't as confident as what I am now. And then yeah. I think for me, what really spurred on my like entrepreneurial um, thoughts was while I was at university, I was studying business management and I was at university for three years, studied business. And I literally, I didn't learn one thing. I, I couldn't believe it. Like I got in 50,000 pounds worth of debt to not learn one thing. I just thought this is mental. But what university gave me the opportunity to do was every single summer, I got four months off every single summer. So rather than going back home to my, to my hometown and getting like a normal job, like a part-time job just to get me by, I made the decision to to move out to Mallorca. So in 2019, it was my first year at uni. Um, literally a, a week after I finished my last exam, I got a one-way flight out to Mallorca and I ended up being there for three months. And that decision completely changed my life so putting myself in an uncomfortable uh, situation taking a risk going to somewhere I've never been before it just gave me that bit of fear but I knew I had to do it and that decision now has completely changed the rest of my life when I lived out in Mallorca it's where I found my passion for um, one being abroad living abroad um, and number two is where I found my um, passion and where I found um, what I was good at was being good at sales. I've never experienced sales before when I was growing up, but in Mallorca, I was selling events. So I was selling boat parties, pool parties, bar crawls, um, events such as that. And it was commission only. So I had to go out there. If I didn't make a sale in the day, like I, I earned nothing. Yeah. And that's where I truly, truly found my passion for sales. I love the fact that I could go out one day and make nothing. The next day I could go out there and make 500 euros. I just love, love that sort of uncertainty yeah. and the fact that it was uncapped earnings. And because of that, that's where I really found um, my, my confidence grow each season. Every summer, I just got better and better and better. I love it. Yeah. Putting yourself in that state of being uncomfortable. I think that's where, that's where growth happens in people. I think that's very important for sure um you know I, I love meeting young hearing these stories like like you you just shared and each i love meeting young ambitious and positive entrepreneurs like yourself and you, you're working on some cool stuff but one of the things you you specialize in something you talk about a lot and, and something that is always on my mind so so when we connected um you know that's one of the main reasons why i wanted to, to chat with you and, and so one of those things are like being more productive, increase cognitive function, energy levels, just trying to optimize the day for maximum productivity. I think that's something 
anyone can relate to, especially entrepreneurs whose minds are kind of all over the place and scattered a lot of times just thinking about new ideas and new things. So, so that's what I'm hoping to pick your brain about today. A hundred percent. I'm excited to, to get it going. Yeah. So, so why are these topics so important to you? Like what, that's, what a, that's a great, yeah. that's a great question. So the reason that they're, they're so important to me. So for me, en- energy is 100% my main priority, my main focus every single day. Because I know that when I'm at my highest energy, that is when I perform best in business. That is when I'm at my happiest. That is when I'm showing up the best for my family. You know, that is when I'm having my best experiences. And then I'll flip back to times where I'm in my lowest energy. So I'll give an example. So rewind back to 2019 when I was in my first year of university. I was pretty much going on nights out every night, four or five nights a week. I was going out till four or five o'clock in the morning. I was I was getting very drunk and then I was waking up the day after. It was pitch black. I felt like crap. My my sleeping pattern was all over the shot and my energy was horrendous. And they were always the times where I felt the worst. I didn't want to go do any studying. I didn't want to sp- speak to anybody because I felt so crap. But now fast forward to what I what I'm doing now over the last two years and I'll be honest is is since this um whole national lockdown that has really changed who I am and what happened was I was traveling uh, after my third season I went to like Thailand I went to India um went to, like some ski festivals it was an incredible credible uh, winter and I was having the best time of my life and I got back to England ready to go back to Mallorca for my fourth season and the two weeks later, we were in a national lockdown and I literally couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go back to Mallorca. I was literally back at my nan's house uh, in, in, in the UK. Uh, I had no money left because I spent it all. And I literally didn't know what to do with myself. All my friends from back at home were drinking alcohol uh, on Zoom, like doing quizzes and things like that. And I thought to myself, I do not want to do this. I've gone from like living it up in Mallorca, Thailand, India. I don't want to be spending my time on Zoom getting drunk. So I made the decision to stop drinking alcohol and I didn't touch a drop of alcohol for 10 weeks. And that is where I started to discover, wow, I feel so much better and happier when my energy feels good. And flipping back to when I was at university, it made sense because the reason my energy was so low was because I was drinking alcohol and partying all the time, which was so fun. However, it had a huge, huge impact on my energy. So then when I started to experience feeling amazing, having good energy every single day, it is now for me now, it is 100% my main priority, especially in the morning. In the morning is when it's like, this is a non-negotiable for me to get right. Because I know for a fact, when I win my morning, I'm going to win my day. It has like a knock, knock on compound effect. Yeah. Yeah. So, so th- there's, there's so much um, I'd love to unpack there. So for you, it started with, with the, the alcohol, just yeah. stopping alcohol. And like you really notice a difference in your body, your mood, your energy. Huge. Um, do you, do you uh, consume any alcohol now, like casually or? So, um, I've I have a here and there I have a, I have a few drinks but we're in uh, what what month I never know what month it is we're in October now um, the last time I I've, I had a hangover was in March this year 
So I, I haven't had a hangover in a long time. And to be honest with you, I'm not planning on getting another one again. But in terms of drinking, in terms of drinking alcohol, I do have a few here and there. But it just doesn't really do it for me anyway, because anymore, because I know for a fact that it's going to have an impact on the way I feel. It's going to have an impact impact on my business. It has a compound effect, well, a negative compound effect. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, not really. Yeah. So so it, about the mornings, I agree. If you if you can, you know, you feel good when you wake up. Energy's high. It's like you know you're going to kill it that day for sure. So so how do you? How do you get to that state every single morning? Like, what's the, like, is it what you eat the night before? Is like sleep routine? Like, what are the things that are important to, to make sure yeah. you wake up at your optimal level? That's, that's, that's a really good question. And there's so many things to it, but for your listeners to get some like practical, like practical advice that you can literally implement tomorrow morning to keep it simple, because it, a lot of this stuff that, that I talk about is actually really simple, which then makes it easy for people to go out and do and then get results. So for me, something that anybody listening to this can apply to themselves, I'll give you guys an example. Let's say you need to leave the house for half past eight uh, in the morning to get to your nine to five, say for nine o'clock. Something that I've implemented into my life that has really changed the game for me and given me time in the morning for myself and to win the morning, is to make sure that you get up at least two hours before you need to leave the house. So let's say you need to leave the house at half past eight in the morning. Okay, that means two hours before that is getting up at half past six in the morning. That gives you two whole hours then for yourself. Whereas I'll flip back to times where I've needed to leave the house at half past eight in the morning and I've woke up, I've set an alarm for half seven, I've snoozed the alarm three times and then I've eventually got out of bed at eight o'clock and then you're rushing around the house, trying to get changed, having a shower. You're leaving the house with wet hair. And then you're, you're getting in your car. You start driving to work. And then you might hit, say, the tra traffic jam. And because you, you're in a rush state, you're all stressed out. And it just has a knock-on effect for the whole day. It's negative experience after negative experience. But fast forward to now, with me getting up two hours before, which I highly, highly recommend, it gives you two whole hours to actually have time to yourself. So for me, as an example, I like to do morning movement. For me, exercise. If, I, if you're not near a gym, as an example, just go out for a 15, 20 minute walk. Get outside in the fresh air. Get some daylight, some vitamin D, and go, go embrace yourself in the nature. While I'm doing that, I'll also listen to some positive, either positive music or a positive podcast like this, um, or an audio book, because you're priming your body then with, with positivity first thing in the morning while you're out getting exercise, which is going to get your heart your heart flowing and you, you're you're getting yourself in a good state because when you when you exercise everybody knows it but that's when you feel your best. You know, let me ask you a question. You know, whenever you've gone out on a run or you've gone to a workout, like how do you feel after that? Yeah, you always so feel then, amazing. Yeah, for sure. So that's, you always feel. Yeah. You I, always I feel, know your your sweet spot is uh like you know, helping people in their twenties. And yes. I, I love that idea of that two hours before I'm thinking for me, uh, I'm not in my twenties. I wish I was, but you know, two young kids, uh, one on the way, you know, I wish I can get that two hours to myself, you know, it's kind of impossible yeah. for me, but how, how is, um, do you sleep at the same time every day or every night? Yeah. So that, that's a really good question. So 
over the last two years, like I, I, you know, I'm not perfect. I, I don't think nobody is perfect at the end of the day. This is just something that when I'm performing at my best is when I'm, when I'm sticking to this religiously. But in terms of um, going to sleep uh, during the weekdays, I try to get to sleep between 10 and half 10, ideally. And then I look at trying to get up about half past six in the morning, round about that time. And to answer your question, when I do stick to that routine of going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, it becomes effortless. It's got, it gets to a point where you don't actually need an alarm or you've set an alarm, but you actually find you're waking up before the alarm. And when you're waking up before the alarm, it's, it's an incredible feeling because you feel like you've already, you've already had a big win to start your day because there's no, no, I don't care who you are, but nobody likes waking, getting woken up by an alarm. It is horrible. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it is not nice. Um, but to give you some um, pointers as well, uh, Costa, you mentioned the fact that obviously you don't have two hours to yourself and a lot of your listeners probably don't either. That is completely, completely fair point. But just you getting up two hours before, it gives you, even if it's only 15 minutes or 20 minutes, just for you first. Because if if as soon as you wake up, you're rushing around for other people, you're on your phone looking on social media, looking at other people's lives, you're you're getting back to your emails first thing in the morning. Your your whole your whole like start of your day is just for other people straight away. But if you just prioritize yourself for even 10, 15 minutes, whether that's going on a walk, doing some star jumps, having a having a cold shower, reading a book, doing meditation, whatever works for you, having that bit of time to yourself first thing in the morning, and then you can then focus your time with your children. Because I'm telling you now, if you show up for yourself, self-care first thing you're then going to show up to your kids even better because you've had that bit of time to wake up and prioritize yourself but if you are like me and and don't have as many commitments and you do have longer like I like to as an example first thing I get up I like to get hydrated so I like to like to drink at least a pint of water maybe even a liter of water a lot of people, as soon as they get up, they'll go and have a cup of coffee, which isn't a bad thing. However, coffee is quite dehydrating. So if you want to have a coffee, smash a load of water in first and then have a coffee. Because if you think about it like this, we're se- our bodies, we're 70% water. So we've been sleeping for the last seven to eight hours and you ha- we haven't been drinking any water at all. Yeah. The first thing to do in the morning, get hydrated that will instantly increase your energy, which will then have a knock-on effect. You'll start to feel happier. You'll start to show up to your kids better. You'll start to show up at work better because you're, you've are you got better energy. Once you've got hydrated, I like to then go on to do some morning movement, whether that's going straight to the gym or whether that's just going out on a walk. Then three simple things, just getting up two hours before you need to leave the house, getting hydrated and morning movement, like exercise, stretching, going for a swim, will completely change your life. It sounds so simple. Yeah. And you feel like, you know, I always think to myself, I'm sure, well, I don't know why more people aren't doing it, but them three little steps can change your life. And not just yours, it'll have a knock-on effect and it will also change the people's lives around you. I love it. I love it. I feel like there, like everything you're saying makes so much sense. It's simple. It's something um, anyone can implement in their day very easily if they tried um with that being said though i I think every everyone's different right everyone's body's different like their routine is different what they like don't like is different 
And so how long did it take you to figure out like your own self and your own routine? Like, did you try different things? Did you try waking up like one hour before three hours or did you just happen to land on two and that was the optimal time or like, like how long, like, does that make sense? Like how, how long yeah, did it no. take you to like hack your body for optimal? Do you know, do you know what? That's, that's a really good, that's a really good question. And in terms of um, trialing different times, I have tried multiple times. There was a stage during the pandemic um, where I was actually getting up. Say if I needed to leave the house at half eight, I was actually getting up at half past five. And I felt incredible. I was absolutely smashing it for a while. But then what happened was, and which I'm sure all your listeners here have, have experienced in their time, a burnout. I had a burnout where I was going amazing for so long and then it just I all started all of a sudden it just started to crash and I was just I, I was just because I was waking up at half five in the morning and the job I was doing at the time I was selling solar panels and I wasn't getting home till like sometimes between nine ten o'clock at night and I've been up since half past five in the morning literally out on the road all day I've done my exercise you know I've had good energy throughout the whole day but it got to a point where I was really struggling to get up in the morning, which is that that's what then led me to be like, okay, sleep is so important. Like, I think sleep is one of them things that which is so underrated. And in terms of like, um, in terms of energy as well, sleep is so important. So to answer one of your questions you asked me earlier in terms of like, how to win your morning better, actually winning your evening, because when you win your evening the, the night before, it will make it much easier then to, to win your morning. Um, but yeah, in terms of the two hour, um, the two hour length for me, that that's just optimal to me. And for you, for you, Costa, it might be different and for your listeners. But what I've found to work best for me in terms of energy throughout the whole day is two hours to myself. Makes sense. Um, I want to ask you as well. So win the evening, like how, how yeah. do you win the evening? What are you, you mentioned you go to bed at a certain time. Uh, anything yeah. else? like do you find if you eat certain foods like you don't wake up as as good compared to other foods like you yeah know, talk about the evening 100 percent. so what i'll do as well because obviously i made it like three easy points for the morning i'll do three easy points for the evening as well but to answer your question in terms of food what i have definitely found that if you're eating food like just before you're going to bed, then you are going to wake up with with less energy. So I like to I ideally like to try and eat at least two hours, at least two hours before I'm going to bed, ideally more, because um, the longer you leave it, the more you're going to you're going to get your food to digest and then you're going to be able to wake up in the morning. And also as well, in terms of the type of food you're eating, you know, if you're if you're eating, say, like takeaways every evening or unhealthy foods every evening, then of course you're going to wake up in the morning more grottier, less energy and, and less motivation to, to go out there and win your day. But in terms of what I do the, the, to win the evening, and this is really simple steps that, that anybody um, can, can implement straight away. So number one for me is um, blue light. So blue light is something that we get from our TV. We get from phones, tablets, laptops. And I believe that fast forward 10, 15 years time, there's going to be so many studies out there to show how negatively blue light has impacted all of our generations. Because if we rewind back to when we were like, like our ancestors, like thousands of year, years ago, you know, 
like even let's go back to the cavemen the only light they saw at night was fire that was it they didn't sit there on their phones and ipads and tvs till five minutes before they were going to bed you know there it, it got dark and then they had firelight to you know while they while it was in the evening whereas now you could literally light your room up like Las Vegas until four o'clock in the morning if you wanted to with LED lights, with your TV, with your phone, with your iPad. So to give you some clarity and a simple step, what I like to personally do is I like to have like no blue lights, no phones or TV at least an hour before I go to bed. So for me, come nine o'clock, I like to put my phone on aeroplane mode so it avoids temptations of going back on the phones because I myself and many people listening to this subconsciously are probably addicted to to the phone, to watching TV, things like that. So that's why I like to go on aeroplane mode and just get rid of my phone. And I've got an hour then before I go to sleep to just focus on me, have no blue light, because what blue light does, it tricks our brain into thinking that it's daytime. So then no wonder so many people struggle to fall asleep when it gets to falling asleep. And it's because... They've literally just been sat on their phone with blue light. The body thinks it's daytime. You turn your phone off and then trying to sleep then. No wonder it can take people half an hour, an hour to fall asleep, you know, because of the blue light. Like, let me ask you a question, Costa, in, in terms of like your phone usage, TV usage. Do you try to avoid your um, like blue light devices at a certain time? I, um, I mean, I, I'm aware of it. I don't, I, I'm not as discipline in the way you are where like at this time I shut it off I just like in general like when when the kids are home it's evening time like you know I, I put my phone away and yeah maybe when they go to bed like I, you know I go back on check some emails or whatnot and and do my thing but but yeah not not as disciplined as you describe for sure yeah yeah but for me anyway that that has been really helpful for me being able to fall asleep like pretty much as soon as I tried to fall asleep, which is a huge benefit um, I found in my life because yeah. in terms of time, time's so precious. Like if you think about it like this, imagine it takes you an hour to sleep every single night. You're led in bed and you're just, you're, you're, you're turning side to side. It's taking you an hour over a week. That's seven hours a week you're trying to just sleep. So then it, over a month, that's 24 hours. That's a whole day in a month that you're just there trying to fall asleep. Yeah. So that's why for me, it's such a priority because I don't want to be wasting my time doing things like that. I, I want to be utilizing my time as much as possible. Um, but in terms of if you are someone that does need to go on your phone or your laptop late at night for, for business purposes or just your type of lifestyle, you can get like blue light blockers. So blue light blockers can be really beneficial. Um, it, it will avoid the blue light uh, damaging your eyes as much which will help you then fall asleep that's tip number one which i believe has yeah. been really beneficial number two for me i like to have some sort of form of of hot uh, shower or a hot bath yeah. um, or if you're lucky enough to be able to you know have access to a sauna a sauna is also amazing but for me i find i love to have a bath um, obviously, if you haven't got the time to just have a quick hot shower. And what I also do as well to avoid the artificial light, uh, when I have a bath or a hot shower at night, I use candles. Um, I use candlelight instead. And that really helps me put me into like a bit of a meditative state. Yeah. I also have some I also have some incredible business ideas as well when I'm in the bath at night as well. Um, I found that really beneficial for me. 
And then finally, the, the, the final step, something that I do all the time, I do a breathing exercise um, before I go to sleep. So there's a lot of apps out there. I use something called XPT um, and there's like a nighttime breathing exercise. It takes like, I think it's about 12 minutes long, the breathing exercise. And every night I'm, I'm asleep before it ends. So you do that XPT, you said, is the app? Yeah, I, I use that app. Yeah. I, they all, they don't just have every night. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. The thing I'm focusing on for, for me right now is like the, to maintain the energy throughout the entire day. Uh, and that's what I wanted to talk to you as well. So like, you know, your, your morning's great. Uh, afternoon kicks in, maybe you have your lunch and like the energy dips a bit. So like, how do you maintain that like a high level focus um, throughout the day, if possible? Yeah, I, I love I love that you say that. And um, funnily enough, this I'm bringing out a six, a six week course with my business partner, um, Jacob, and this is going to be one of the big topics on it. And obviously, a lot of people in the business world and just normal world has has a um, midday crashes, you know, during the daytime, no, during the afternoon, sorry. And my I've got three main hacks for that. Um, I'll give, I'll, I'm going to, I'll go into, into detail with one of them. And it actually links with that app called um, XPT. Um, the one that I use for my nighttime routine. I actually also use, if I ever feel like my energy is slipping, like a lot of the time before like a sales call, as an example, when I was out on the road for um, selling solar panels before every single appointment that I went into, I did a breathing exercise and there's one on there called um, midday energizer and there's one called morning energizer. I use that religiously. If I ever, like, as an example, sometimes before I go onto a podcast, I feel like my energy in the evening might be a bit lower. So I'll just do a breathing exercise. Literally takes me between five to 10 minutes. And I am literally, as soon as I've done that, something just like, you oxygen you're oxygenating your your body and the energy i get from that is incredible and that's my 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 high recommendation like there's a guy called wim hof you might have heard of looking into his sort of philosophies of um using cold water breathing exercises things like that for me has been life-changing so hmm. yeah to answer your question if you ever have like a moment in the day where you you feel like you've got low energy do a breathing exercise um, and it will completely re-energize you ready to go and smash the day. Love that. I'm, I'm going to try that for sure. And that sounds yeah. interesting. What about any, uh, do you take any like supplements, vitamins, like anything like that uh, to help with energy, cognitive function, like, you know, any, any recommendations there? Do, do you know, do you know what? I, I actually don't really, I, I quite, I quite like to do things as like natural as possible. Like, for your listeners listening to here, say if you know you're you're working in an office, say nine to five, and you only get like a half an hour hour lunch break, rather than having your lunch break inside, just go out for a, for a walk for for the half an hour and have have your lunch have your lunch break outside. It sounds so simple, but it's usually the simple things that when you compound and you're you know consistent with them, they're the, the small things are the things that can change your life. And it's just getting getting out there, getting as much fresh air as you possibly can. We're not designed to be inside all day. So even if you only have half an hour spare in the daytime, go out for a nice little stroll or like get in nature, have your lunch outside. Like I've done breathing exercises outside before. And it honestly, the energy you get from that is 
incredible. Um, but to answer your question, in terms of supplements and stuff, I, I don't really, really use any supplements. I just make sure that I'm hydrated as well. Like I've got a big bottle of 1.5 liters of water here now. You'll rarely see me without a lot of water. Um, I like to keep myself hydrated. Yeah. Uh, nice, nice cue there with the drink. Uh, <laughs> so how much, how much would you credit your 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 body and mental optimization like the focus on that to your business so in terms of for me energy is everything energy is everything in in life like we are energy so when i'm performing best like i'll just flip back to when i was doing sales if i went into a sales meeting a sales appointment with not a hundred percent energy it's shown I, I my questions aren't as good I, I you know i've been irritated in the past i've had like objections really frustrate me because my energy wasn't on point you start getting defensive but when you go into a sales appointment with with a hundred percent energy even when you're getting objection after objection because your energy is so good like i just find that i handle it all so much better and I also believe that sales is just a, a transfer of energy. So if you go in there with really good energy, you don't have to be all like high, like high energy. You can have good energy, but be soft and like a soft spiritual approach. But you, they, they, they'll be able to feel your energy, and yeah. you know people will be able to trust you more when you're in good energy. Whereas when you're in negative energy, people can sense energy. That's what I believe. You know, you can, you know, when you say sometimes that. Like some people will go up in, in a room and they'll light the room up. It's, it's because we can all sense energy and people can sense it when, when you're negative. So to answer your question, for me, it is the number one priority for me when it comes to business. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, you, I find like most of the high performing people that I've met are are very extremely disciplined on on like routine and themselves and like just like optimizing their their sleep how they wake up and that's obvious it's not a coincidence obviously right like you you need to really focus on yourself and make sure your your mental state is, is optimal and prime and ready to to do what you do and you know that's that's what separates the the though not say winners from the losers but like the the a plus people to to the a minus people which which could be significant right and, and it's those little things those little focuses and tweaks into your 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 routine your body and um yeah i think that that's extremely extremely important uh, other than the xpt the the breathing exercises is there is anything else you do during the day when you're feeling um, a yeah, little uh, sluggish that's a really good question. So obviously what I mentioned earlier in terms of even just going out for a walk, doing just a little bit of exercise, getting some fresh air, making sure you're hydrated throughout the whole day. But something else I use now, um, I use an app called Romwad, which is for stretching. So I've like, when I, like when I was younger, I never stretched like at school, they used to do stretching. I used to sort of like joke about with it really. I never took it seriously. But until I got introduced from my business partner, Jacob, an app called Romwad, and there's like, there's like guided stretching between 10 to 25 minutes. And I have found that taking time out every day um, to just do some stretching 
is incredible for my energy, for my flexibility, and for for the ultimately the way I feel. So that's another another hack that I like to do throughout the day if I'm feeling a bit low energy. Stretch. What was that app called? Uh, it's called Runwad. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like if you think about it like this, like I mentioned earlier, we're not designed to sit on an office chair all day, every day. Like fast forward to when we're in our 70s, 80s, like work working that lifestyle for our whole life. If we avoid little things like stretching, like exercise, you know, we're it's gonna have detrimental effects for yeah. when we're from when Absolutely. we're older. Like I don't want a bad back you know when i'm when i'm retired it, it could ruin your life yeah the unfortunate thing is with that it's like people realize that when it's too late you know they don't be, they're not proactive in that sense um, yeah bang which on. Is unfortunate one thing i i've done recently um i'm sitting down right now on, on my desk but like literally i i've never sit i got a standing desk and it's always up and like probably for the last like three four months I literally don't sit down at all. And like, I just found that alone uh, wow. helped so much with um, just like energy throughout the day. Like your body feels better. Your like posture is better. Um, so that's like something small. If anyone has a standing desk, give that a try. Wow. That, do you know what? I've, I've, I've never even thought about that, but I guess it's, I've never really, um, I've never really been someone to, to sit on, yeah. on at a desk or I've never really experienced that, but I think to anyone listening to that, I think that's a very good point of, you know, sitting down all day at a desk, you know, it's, it's not natural for us. And that's what's going to cause like back pain. and leg Yeah, pain. it's so, not good at all. Like I've, I've been working on the computer for over a decade and like you're sitting down yeah. all the time. Like I've had a standing desk for like a year and a half now, maybe two years. And like I literally never put it up until recently. And I'm like, shit, should have done this sooner. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, so, so Callum, what are you up to now? Like, what's the, uh, you mentioned you're, you're running a course coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in terms of like my, my next steps now, obviously I've always been in sales since I was, I was 19, but I've connected with, um, my business partner, um, Jacob, we're, um, on the same mission. We've got the same values in life. We're, we're quite against like the traditional school system and especially in the business world. Like I mentioned, I, I went and studied business management at uh, Plymouth University. I was there for three years. I got in £50,000 of debt, which I've just found actually has interest on. So every single year that it's not getting paid back, it's just going up and up and up. It is literally a debt yeah. trap. And the fact that I didn't learn one thing, it, it's, it's daylight robbery. Uh, so we've really connected on that front. Between me and Jacob, um, obviously, we're both lads in our 20s. We're both 25 years old. We've invested over £60,000 into education since we both left uni. Well, I left uni. Jacob dropped out of uni. Um, we've invested a lot into personal development, education, courses, things like that. For me and him, we've both really connected because we've seen our lives change significantly over the last few years of investing in ourselves. That we have now made a decision is why we've started um, our own course for lads in their 20s. And we're on a mission to help lads in their 20s find their true purpose and escape the rat race. And we are so, so passionate out for it because there's not many, uh, we, I haven't seen many like lads in their 20s doing it. So me and Jacob are like, this is a huge market for us. We're, we're, we're very passionate about the market as well. And to give you some context, like I've gone to a lot of these business events 
And I just have, I've not really seen many lads in their 20s or not many girls in their 20s either at them type of events. It's usually 30, 30 onwards, I'd say even older than that, that go to the business events. And it's kind of like what you said earlier, Costa, is people realise things a bit too late and then they're like, okay, now I'll start looking into it. Whereas what we want to do to make an impact is encourage, inspire the younger generation to get into education and self-care and focusing on energy, finding out what your purpose is at a young age, because then you've got such an advantage. You've got such a longer life to actually make a difference, make an impact and and make money. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Do you find focusing on like that 20 um, lads in their 20 demographic, like the attention span and, and just the focus less than someone like in their 30s or 40s at all? Or In in terms of, um, you know, talking to people, whenever like I've met someone in the 30s, 40s, and I, I say what we're doing, people, people seem to love it. People are really attracted to it. Um, but in terms of our message, it, you know, it's definitely going down the route of the younger generation. And the main reason being is because we're so passionate about it because not a lot of people are doing it. But talking like, you know, in the future, I'd love to open it up to, to more than just lads in their 20s. This is just like the starting point. We want to specialize. We want to make sure that we smash it. And not only that, we want to build a community as well, create a culture because, you know, culture to, for, for what we want to create is going to be so important because, Something that I've learned over the years, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So if we can create a community of like-minded individuals that are all going after their, their dream life, we call it their freedom lifestyle. If we can get like a whole room together of people on the same mission, like it is going to be incredible for anybody involved because anybody who involves who shows up, they don't know who they're going to be meeting at these events. You know, we yeah. want to be doing, we want to do retreats around the world. These retreats, I, I, I can guarantee it already. People are going to meet each other and they might even form businesses together. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love what you're doing. I think you, nowadays you, you, you obviously see a lot of courses, it's a very saturated type of trendy thing now, I guess. But I think that what, what it, what separates the successful ones from the not successful ones are, or what you said, like the passion and just like literally just loving what you're doing and so excited and and passionate to share what you know to your community. Um, If you have that, which you clearly do, uh, you know, speaking to you now a few times and and getting to know you a bit, you have that passion and and that's what's going to separate you and make you successful. Like that's absolutely guaranteed. If I was a betting man, I'd bet on your success for sure because of that. So I uh, love what you're doing. Yeah, I, re- I really, appre- I really appreciate that. And I, I, I love the, f- like, that's all I care about. I, I want you to feel the energy, feel the passion, because at the end of the day, of course, you know, me and Jacob, of course, we want to make money. Who doesn't? Because money's so important, you know, for freedom and for helping people, helping your family and helping more than just your family. But ultimately, we want to make an impact and we want to have a load of fun. And I believe... Yeah. By us having an, making an impact and having a load of fun, the money's just going to be a byproduct of it all anyway. Exactly. Exactly. That's the, that's the mindset. That's, that's what you got to think. Uh, you also have a podcast as well, right? Just started out. What's it called? So the podcast is called uh, Freedom Lifestyle. It's on uh, Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. We release an episode every single Thursday. Uh, we've been consistent with it so far. 
we're launching the next episode out tonight. That's going to be episode seven. So we literally started it seven weeks ago. Um, and I've, I've found, I've really found my true passion. I absolutely love the podcast. And obviously I'm very grateful that you've asked me to come on your podcast today as well, Costa. Yeah, absolutely. I think we will definitely do this again. I think, uh, I've gotten a lot of, uh, practical tips that I'm actually going to try out for myself. And, and, um, cause I think that that's just something that I think everyone should continuously tweak and evolve in themselves to just continue optimize your, your body, your, your mental state, your cognitive function. And, um, that's, that's something everyone should be proactive on for sure. Um, cause you know, you change life changes and sometimes you gotta, you got to, uh, recalibrate yourself in a lot of ways. So, uh, thanks for sharing a lot of what you you shared. Uh, I found it valuable. I think a lot of people listening uh, will as well. Um, and where else can people find you? Yeah, amazing. So um, the main the main platform really is probably I'd say Instagram, um, Callum Weber underscore, and then obviously my Freedom Lifestyle podcast. Um, they're they're the main two platforms um, for people to find me. Love it. Love it. Callum, pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll definitely chat again and um, hopefully come on the podcast uh, another time once I've implemented some of these, get your feedback. And I'm sure you've, you, you're, you'll learn some more as well that you can share with everyone. A hundred percent. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, we'll have to get you on our, on our podcast as well. Costa. Let's, Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Amazing. All right, have man. a great rest Thanks. of your day. Thanks again. You too. Cheers, guys.